0: Broadcasting live from the Santa Lucia Highlands, through the heart of the Castorville artichoke fields, westward to the Elkhorn Slough, and south to the rugged Big Sur coastline, you're listening to What's the Plan? A weekly discussion with local thought leaders about the future of Monterey County. And now, here's your host, Mr. Paul Wyant. Hey everybody, this is Mark
1: Carbonero, Paul's producer, and Paul's got a great show for you today with our special guest, Dan Miller, from the Pacific Grove Press. So, hey Paul, how's it going?
2: Good. Well, thank you so much, Mark. Uh, first, before we begin, I want to remind everyone that I am Paul Wyant, owner of Express Employment Professionals of Monterey County. And at Express, of course, we can help you and your business find great staff. So call us today at 831-920-1857 or Google Express Employment Professionals of Monterey County. I also want to encourage you to go to iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts on your phone and uh, subscribe to us and give us a five-star rating. Uh, it would be awesome. And, and we're com- kind of slowly becoming a, uh, a great little uh, podcast and uh, source of information in the local governments. And it's great to have, uh, of course, Mr. Dan Miller of the PG Press back. We've got a lot of questions about local PG pro- uh, politics, Pacific Road politics, and, of course, the future of the PG Press that will come up as well. So, Dan, welcome to the program. How are you doing?
0: Just fine, Paul. How about yourself?
2: Oh man, I'm doing not enough superlatives in the dictionary, Dan.
0: So, <laughs> That's good. Glad to hear
2: it. <laughs> I, the first thing, uh, first, let's let's talk a little bit. My favorite uh, story of the week is um, well, Tina Rao is now uh, drawn within 50 votes, I believe, of Debbie Beck, and I want to remind uh, viewers and this is this is just a fact. I'm not I'm not trying to necessarily um, you know run tina's name through the mud because she did apologize for these comments but she tweeted uh shortly before the election because I, I guess she was overcome with emotions over the overturning of roe v wade uh she tweeted buy a bible don't read it and you'll be a catholic um buy a bible uh and read only what suits you and you'll be an evangelical and then she went on to finally say uh that someone who reads the bible and fully analyzes it would become an atheist so kind of strong words from the uh diversity equity and inclusion uh person in pacific grove and and not surprisingly because we are i don't know i think if you could be over 100 percent democratic i think pacific grove would be that uh she got a lot of support in this election so uh and now she's drawing closer to debbie beck so what are your thoughts on that uh dan
0: Well, uh, I'm not surprised as close. Um, I'm, I'm a little more surprised that Joe Emilio got his, you know, was the top vote getter, but like you say, it's a democratic, a Democrat community. Uh, I think it's about 70%, something like that. And, uh, Uh, They do a mailer telling people who the Democrats are. And invariably, pretty much every election, you can see that uh, a whole lot of votes go toward people that run abysmal campaigns or shouldn't be voted for. And they're basically voted for because they're Democrats. And uh, and just because you're a Democrat does not make you good or bad, just like being a Republican or an independent or anything else. But in Pacific Grove, there's a whole lot of people that you do nothing but vote the Democratic uh, Party line, and um, uh, in Tina's case, uh, probably what really killed her was the fact that she was the head of the DEI committee and uh so it amplified those those uh takes she was taken on what was going on and it wasn't just that one she was also anti uh second amendment people she was uh pro-abortion she was she had 4,775 tweets and retweets now i have a twitter account i haven't tweeted once okay she tweeted 4,775 times so so um so in there, you're going to find bad stuff. And her mistake was she made it public. Somebody found it, sent it to me and Kelly Mix over in Carmel. And uh, we reported on it, just reported on it. And then I did take an opinion on how I thought um, anybody that voted for her uh, probably does not understand the spirit of Pacific Row, which is a very loving, caring place as opposed to a place that pigeonholes people and hates them because of some label they have on them or because of one issue. And that's what she did. That's why she lost Because figure that 50 plus votes. It was real close to 50, 25, 26 of those people vote for Debbie, uh, for uh, Tina Rao instead of Debbie Beck and Tina Rao's is on the city council. Yep. People always say, oh, there's 50 votes. Yeah, but only half of those 50 votes needed to go to the other side. I I do want to say in fairness to to
2: Tina that – well, it's actually not in fairness to Tina, but we all say stupid things. Like if there was Twitter back in Dan Miller's 20s, I'm sure – There would be horrible things (laughs) that you would regret. There still is. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I'm
1: I'm looking at the latest results, and it's 53 votes separating the two. So it is 29.87 for Beck and 29.34 for Rao. And I understand that this is triggering a manual recount of those ballots and so it's actually only been done mark oh so so it's, it's all
0: done the, it stayed the same it's it's basically over yeah. so
1: so debbie's on the well, council good. and tina didn't make it okay but,
0: good but, okay so but tina's still a public figure she's still an
2: employee i think of the city is what what's surprising is is that it's it's more recent and there's a lack of nuanced thinking because you can be pro-choice Without without demonizing someone who is pro life, because there's many reasons to be pro life, and that doesn't make them a bad person or to demonize them. And it's exactly. very, it's almost uh, the, you know, it's almost like the director, the personal nature of the attack that that is kind of troubling. With that, so it's good. I think that's good news that someone with that character was not elected, in my
0: opinion. But yeah, um, and, and and that's the thing. Again, build up your side. But don't get nasty because somebody else believes something different than you do. Say, I am uh, uh, pro-abortion, you know, because X, Y, and Z. Don't say, for God's sake, because of you people, now people are going to have to go through all this abortion stuff. Do something to make your side build up, rather than just solely tear down the other side. And she did it not only this, but like I say, a whole lot of other stuff, and she even doubled down on this. She kept saying, oh, I apologize. It was a knee-jerk reaction. No. Kelly Nix from the Pine Cone actually got hold of her. She'd actually talked to him and said, hey, I would do this about Muslims or any other group, if they're uh, saying stuff that's uh, against what I believe in. And this is months after the decision. She finally apologized when people were saying, I'm not voting for you, and she, was say she should withdraw, and all these other things. And understand, she still almost won. Right, 3,000 people voted
2: for this. Didn't, didn't the uh, city manager, I think, almost, he's gotten almost like a little physical altercation yeah. over her, right? Because someone wanted her fired, yeah.
0: Well, no, be- they, wa- they wanted her, the meetings, the DEI meetings, To be in person rather than hiding in one's apartment and house, which you won't be able to do in about another month or so from now, but that you could no longer do stuff just by Zoom. So you couldn't in person say, hey, I don't believe in what you said. And uh, they made that meeting where she apologized, Zoom, a Zoom meeting so she didn't have to confront in person the people that were upset with her. Let's shift gears. Actually, went off on somebody and supposedly, according to a couple witnesses, poked him in the face (laughs) with, as I said, was assault and battery. And and our city manager has a real anger problem. You know, I I
2: love Hey, hey, let's. I, I do uh you know hope, I'm hopeful that someday uh Ben Miller will or uh, sorry Ben Harvey will be on the, uh, the show. <laughs> so uh wait, let's not do let's do, so we were just criticizing uh Tina Rao for ad hominem attacks but uh but but you know I get it I get it uh he, he is a very uh polarizing public figure. Let's talk about other like where they shut off controversy. <laughs> Apparently the uh the desal plant the that oh. the meeting with the coastal commission lasted something like 16 hours yeah. if I if I'm correct. Okay. I don't think I think I don't think that's hyperbolic. Possibly, let me know. Uh, and then they voted eight to two and immediately shut off the feed and ran out of the building. So
0: <laughs> into armored personnel carriers. <laughs> yeah, so.
2: exactly. So so give give us your take on that, uh,
0: Dan. Hey, the, here's where I'm at. We do everything. I'm in a house with a family of five. Okay. We, we, all the kids since day one know you save water. You don't waste water, et cetera. We do everything you can imagine to save water. No outside watering, anything. Our bill now averages $140 a month. So, yes. uh, you know, a lot of that, of course, is, you know, washing kids clothes and stuff, but still 140 bucks a month. It's going to be about 200 bucks, whether or not this, controversial, you know, water uh, project ends up coming online and working. Uh You're going to be paying for that for decades, whether it works or not.
2: Well, hey, Dan, can I offer, let me me offer an alternate perspective. I, I, I appreciate that. What if it leads to growth? Then suppose the population in the peninsula increases by 30%. Then they have more customers for the water, and there, there's a certain fixed cost that probably would get ba- baked into everybody's um,
0: bill. So wouldn't, <laughs> yeah. couldn't that – couldn't some growth kind of – couldn't we grow our way out of this problem? Well, do we want to? You know, I mean I'm not an anti-growth guy, but if there is a, a infinite supply instead of a finite supply, an infinite supply of water – then we got a serious problem. We got a small water project in Pacific Grove, right? You might remember this. People just this, is, this is by uh, this is
2: by like the nine or eighteenth hole. And, the uh, yeah, and it recycles. Yeah, it used to be a sewage
0: plant, the recycling storm water and uh, ground you know, water that gets into our system. Problem is we all know how much it's rained lately, huh? So that small water project that was supposed to produce X amount of gallons of water. That when I was on council was the one person that said, we're not building that. All the stuff you're projecting, nothing in the world shows that's going to happen. And it's not now. It's proven not to be. We're losing literally a hundred thousand gallons of water a month because there's no water to percolate back into this, into the non potable system. So what the projections were, we're not meeting, but meanwhile, we got credits for the water that we had projected to dole out to other people and charge them for it. So all those projections didn't come into being, but meanwhile, we're having a negative effect on the aquifer mm-hmm. because we're taking water out of the system now because the small water project isn't producing the water we have now sold to um, other people.
2: I would say, Dan, and I don't want to get too much into a, a sure. adjudicate the entire 16 hours of the water meeting oh. here, <laughs> but it, the more water we have, the better it is because then you get you could have growth. You could have more taxpayers, you, you know, and then if you have more growth, more taxpayers, more buildings. Uh, hopefully, housing prices will come down to a, a le- at least a reasonable level. And th- those of us who are homeowners that might impact it slightly. But if your if your if your mortgage bill or whatever is a little lower than than the pain at the at the water bill may be a little less. And the more water we have from that source, possibly, you know, would kind of uh, undermine the argument about the necessity to have this, uh, recycled water plant that you were against. But, uh, I don't know. I mean, that's, I, I'm very pro, uh, obviously, uh, desal plant and pro reasonable and, uh, measured growth to particularly cause like we do all these dumb things to bring low Low-income housing into the neighborhood, but what would really help is if you just let developers build buildings, you know, in in nice ways.
0: Yeah, so, yeah but having spent a lot of time in Los Angeles, I don't know that I want this to become Los Angeles. You know? <laughs> well, but if somebody you, decided not too long ago that Pacific Grove would going to become Monaco for God's sake, and I'm just waiting for them to start filling in the right. base. Hey, I you know, think I wanna... it, it might look a little more like Capitola.
2: Yeah. I would, I would say, but and many people, maybe I don't many know, people don't want that. livable. Pacific yeah.
0: Grove. Once they build the hotel behind Holman's and stuff, and there's other condos they want, they want to build behind the movie oh. theater. Oh, I love it, Dad. Just, hey, um, hey, hey, gonna listen,
2: you're going to get labeled grumpy old man on this program. So let's talk about something else you're probably mad about. <laughs> is is it, Let's talk about the skate park. You probably, I, I don't
0: know if oh. you're- <laughs> I'm not going to look like a grumpy old man on that. No. I, I
2: thought it was kind of a, a good idea to build it in Washington Park, but there's a lot of people against it. I don't know. Are you one of the ones against it? I, I'm
0: interested. Oh, yeah. Washington Park? Heck, yeah. Mm-hmm. Washington Park, and again, people that haven't lived here long don't know this. Washington Park used to be, have an abundance of freaking monarch butterflies there. Oh, okay. Are, okay. yeah, but when were the last ones? Well, one year we had zero down in the Monarch Grove Sanctuary, and now we got 12,000, so – uh So is, it's, is there it's milkweed? It is it going to come back with the skateboard park? uh is there milkweed in in Washington Park? I,
2: I don't know. I, I guess I don't know that one. That
0: one. You know, they, they eat all sorts of stuff. They love like eucalyptus trees and stuff, which is a whole another story I could bore you with for a, an hour about. Not
2: not skateboard. indigenous. It's not an indigenous species. So you're against pickleball and skate parks. Dan, you're you're really a curmudgeon. I guess no, you know what I'm
0: mean? <laughs> <Well, laughs> against. Neither of those things in the correct place. Well, okay, okay. So, let me let me
2: remind people we're listening to one hundred one point one. What's the plan, Monterey on one hundred one point one FM and uh, fourteen sixty AM, and you can always download it at what's the and give it a five star review, please. So, okay, listen, Dan, I'm a, I'm a grumpy old man myself. So one grumpy old man to another. Uh, where where would the pickleball and the uh the skateboard uh, skateboard park go
0: somewhere away from residential neighborhoods
2: which that doesn't exist maybe on the uh you can build on the on maybe campus it maybe
0: be in pacific grove if you can not so again everybody oh, nimby nimby i'll tell you what if somebody wanted to build a skateboard park in back of your house or put a pickleball court next to your house mm-hmm. i'm going to go out on a limb and say you don't want that in your neighborhood You know, so what I'm saying to you is, if you sit for a while at either of those, in Monterey, look where their skateboard park is. It isn't near a residential area. You know, Pickleball's at the Hyatt Regency. It's inside the Sports Center over there. Uh, Carmel Valley uh, uh, um, uh, Athletic Club has them. Spanish Bay has them. All in areas that don't have have full-time residents. Are there?
2: are there uh, is pickleball louder than tennis it must be because oh,
0: it's like ten times 100 take take uh, ping pong that sound of ping pong and uh-huh. multiply it by about 100. <laughs> and I, that's a hundred I, I
2: and Dan, we should we should just have a program like listen to Dan Miller complain about things because it is actually pretty <laughs> damn funny I mean I, I I disagree with you on most of that stuff that you just said, but you do it in a way that just is—it just makes me laugh and, and brings a smile to my face. So that's why I'm here
0: is to put a smile on people's faces.
2: <laughs> It's—I think—I think you're wrong, but I think you're on the right side of history. as I think most people will agree with you and disagree with me on this thing. Hey, I.
0: I warned Marina, I don't get involved really in other cities politics, but they recently were looking at putting in pickleball courts in a new development, spending $600,000 to do it. And I said, uh, I wrote them all and said, guys, you don't know it now, you're listening to the wrong people. I said, you're gonna hear about this the rest of your lives about <laughs> building these pickleball courts. Now understand something, and they still voted to do it, but understand something about pickleball. There actually are quiet balls in have been developed and quiet paddles the people that play like the sound so they will not conform to what's best for those around them they just are self centered and want to do what they want to do, which is hear that sound. So another you
2: gotta attack these poor people who want to play pickleball. Hey, I Listen, don't care. I want to what, say this, Mark Cuban, what do you Mark Cuban, Cuban just bought Mark Cuban just bought a professional pickleball team? That's how uh, awesome. he's a moron. So did Tom Brady <laughs> and let's
0: talk about Tom Brady's in Bitcoin, how well that turns <laughs> out.
2: All right, hey hey Dan Dan I gotta I gotta channel your anger real quick. Let's talk what about Just
0: passion, my friend
2: passion. Hey, wait,
1: yeah. I, I just <laughs> wanted to weigh in on the on the uh, skate park I saw oh, yeah. the online survey that city of PG is running, and one of the suggested alternate locations is there, I guess there's some space behind the high school. Now, that would yeah. seem to make a logical, oh, yeah. I mean, because, well, look. Oh, yeah, that is,
2: you know what they're talking about? Yeah. They're talking about, um, like, the base behind the baseball field where the student and faculty parking lot is over right. there. It's behind, like, the Lucky and all that. Right. Yeah. Okay, yeah.
1: so who skateboards? High school and junior high kids. It makes a heck of a lot of sense to put the skateboard, Lord Park where its constituents are located. Hmm.
2: See, yeah. see, hey, Dan, no, so Dan, no, take, no, take, no, Dan, I want to say real quick take a page out of Mark's angry book because he actually made a, a compelling point about where to put it. So, you, uh, anyway, okay, let's, let's so let me, let me, me <laughs>
0: answer Mark, Mark's great place to put it.
2: oh, there's more so houses. The, the, city
0: council, there. uh-huh. the city council has gotten more letters from people that live in that area. Than just about anywhere else in Pacific Road, because again, you do not want to hear skateboards going for hours and at infinitum all day long, seven days a week, if you live there. All right, you know? hey, hey, there so are people. I, I just want to say that.
2: there are people in LA who have to trip over heroin addicts shooting heroin into. Their and door that's door. why we don't okay. live in LA. Okay, okay, all right, all right, Dan, Dan, you're cracking me up. Let's now. Uh, One of the jewels of Pacific Grove is the PG Press. And it's, and it's recently, it took over for the Cedar Street Times, which was, uh, you know, has has pretty much evaporated into the distance because no one really remembered that paper. But PG Press is kind of a fun paper. But now it sounds like they may go out of print if they can't find someone to do Dan's job starting in at the end of December and into January. And what's it going to take, Dan, to get you to to stay on as the managing editor of the PG Press? Because (laughs) Because it is almost as entertaining. It's it's more entertaining than this conversation. But
0: uh, <laughs> I, I a, actually, I to want to
2: mark mark take a note here. I want to I want to name this program "Push Dan's Buttons" because it's fun. <laughs> I don't know I don't know if anybody else enjoys it, but I kind of do. So,
0: uh, <laughs> so uh, I ran out of things to be angry about in the paper. Uh, no, it. Um, uh, what's it going to take? Well, first of all, Dan, Dan Miller's not going to be with it past the end of December. i got a couple of cool stories that I'm going to write, uh, interesting stories, important stories in the next couple issues um, that I think w- uh, are compelling that I wanted to write the past year but never got around to it. And since it might be the end of it coming up after the next two issues, uh, um, I'm getting them in there. I, my column will not be in there this this issue, I, I'm just going to have one uh, major story. So, um, what will it take? There's a couple people that are uh, have expressed interest in purchasing it uh, and continuing to run it. Um, I don't think Gary's going to last. Uh, who Gary Bailey, who actually owns the paper and has been doing it with me the past uh, uh, year plus. Is it just um, a time and financial drain? I imagine it is. It, it's a time thing. It, it basically, because of the research and everything that has to be done to make sure things are right. And factual, despite what some people might want to say on social media, Um, the the hours that takes is just incredible. The writing isn't that tough; it's the research, it's the watching through the
2: sixteen hours of uh, of uh, you know. I'd watch
0: news for six hours and not come out with five words on it. You know, and so it just, and it, and it precludes me from, from doing anything else professionally. Cause once I put all my energy and in writing into that, I can't, I don't have the mindset to write anything else. So I've got to go back and do my stuff that actually made me money and earned me a living and that I enjoyed doing. And that I didn't have people telling me, you know what people are saying on social media about your paper and that you're a racist and a bigot and a white supremacist. And, you know, and it's like, of course, you, whenever I'd say, and give me one example of any of those things. And of course, I've never had <laughs> one example of any of those things. So it is funny. That is a go to uh, argument. Well, what you could do, here's a, here's a ludicrous uh,
2: thought is go to nextdoor.com and just Find the craziest stuff there and publish it in the
0: paper because there's no shortage (laughs) of that. That site is off the rails. But the funny thing is, every time I write, and I don't know who the administrators are now, every time I write something like Jenny McAdams, he is still out there posting stuff.
2: I enjoy I actually enjoy that site. I never posted to it, but it is just for comedic uh relief. It it's just <laughs> the craziest stuff on that thing. Maybe. So what well, happens is your, your
1: post get taken down right after you write? The oh, yeah.
0: yeah. Yep. Oh, That's wow. what I was going to say. Almost automatically. They can sit there and they can tear, tear me to shreds literally for days. And the minute I say something in answer, boop, Dan's gone. And then it looks like there, then people will say, oh, look, he deleted his post because he got for, afraid of something. Well, it might be that actually. A I don't get afraid of anything, and I don't delete my posts.
2: It could be. Um, it could be with the, the way they complain. Like if someone complains about you, maybe they just take it down. So if you had complained about their next door post, maybe they would uh, um, have taken. You
1: know the, the
2: it down. I don't, like I don't know. I next door. We're <laughs> yeah.
1: You know the, the, so, the problem with the newspaper is it's like a forty-hour week or more job on volunteer wages, and it yep. gets it oh, gets yeah. really hard to do something like that to say, well, I'm going to do this year after year for the rest of my life because I just like doing it. You know, at a certain point, you got to say, you know, it's way too much time for... Everything comes down to dollars and cents. And at a certain point, you end up saying, this is too much time to invest in something that doesn't put any bread on the table for us, basically.
2: Hey, this is This is a little... Little off topic but and for particularly for you guys but it does kind of relate to the uh, skate park and stuff what are your thoughts on uh, the Carmel High School students kind of entering the fray on the lights because it is like if you know how they they've got they've printed out t-shirts and their pro lights on the field it would be like if the PG high schoolers came out with uh, T-shirts about skate parks. But uh, what are your, what are your thoughts? Uh, do you guys have any uh, thoughts on, on, on that issue?
0: Well, you know, we had this uh, back in our baseball park, uh, that's down on some, I think Stevenson, and- Stevenson and has
2: that problem too. I think Stevenson yeah. has like mobile lights or something. Yeah.
0: And again, unless you live in the neighborhood and know what impact it's going to have on you, it's really hard for me to listen to somebody you know, in Pacific Grove, let alone, you know, the 50 miles away, which ha- had happened on Feast of Lanterns. We had all sorts of people from San Jose Marina and everywhere else weighing in on Pacific Grove's Feast of Lanterns, for goodness sake. And uh, it's just sometimes you got to li- let neighborhoods and people and uh make their some decisions about what happens in their environment because the concept that oh well you can move away you know is, is it's a lot of cost really to that hey,
2: well actually we're running low on time i want to talk about measure o i just remembered so that yep. that i believe measure o was where we were going to reduce the size of the council from seven to right. five members and it won but then it lost so can you explain what happened there dan <laughs> i'll
0: tell you it was hundreds. And the election night, it was hundreds of votes in, to the good to pass, and I ended up losing by six. And again, seven people voted. The other way, it would have it would have uh, won. And um, I even wrote in the paper. I don't have to make a much of an argument for this because anybody that would vote against it uh, has no reason to. And I thought it was such a big joke. I thought it was going to you know pass two th- by two thirds without a problem, even though it just had to be a majority. And I don't know what happened there because the con- it, it, the main argument was, well, it allows more people to serve. And the Good. people made that argument were people like Robert Hewitt, who served on the council for like 19 years. <laughs> it's like, Robert, how about you don't keep running unless somebody else runs? how about <laughs> chaps fedori you uh, you uh, back this how about next election you don't run joe emilio you just ran again you didn't allow somebody else to run then win that could have you know you ran again yourself so it it was just such a specious argument and invariably not always but invariably the person that comes in third really sucks as a council person right Case in point <laughs> chaps fedori and joe emilio so well, actually uh, it's
2: it's tina rao this time or not tina i'm sorry it's Debbie Beck this Debbie time. Debbie Beck, so. yeah. Who, I, who I'm a friend of the show, by the way. So,
0: yeah. So and, I, and, it, and Debbie's, Debbie's uh, I think Debbie's going to be really good because I've seen her on the Planning Commission. You got something to go by, you know. Uh, and so it, it just, uh, I, it flummoxes me as they say that that happened. But, you know, we also have district elections. Uh, probably going to happen here with the next election because we're being threatened with a lawsuit and everybody rolls over because they don't want to fight it and, and mark and... mark
2: absolutely hates district elections oh, I'm, yeah, kinda yeah. On, yeah. I'm on board with him because you can you can basically just you know canvas your neighborhood and win
0: well yeah.
1: you know here's the thing yeah. look how small pacific grove is what what is it a little <laughs> over two miles square or something like that it's a very something like small, that yeah, yeah. so it's bad enough to divide the town into four districts when you're forced to go to district elections. But now you are going to divide two square miles into six districts. Yeah. Good luck with
0: that.
2: That's less than 2,000 people or, be, or be, maybe slightly more than 2,000 people per district. That's crazy. Yeah, That's exactly. Crazy. It's like, it,
0: like if I have, you know, five block radius around my house and in if, support of me. And, and, I'm and if I'm
2: not mistaken... Uh, half the people in Pacific Grove don't even live here, so it, it'll be crazy.
0: It's so. uh, it's one one out of about one out of every six homes is mm. empty. Hey guys, oh, okay. Frank
1: Sinatra just started singing, so that means we have to wrap uh, it up. Frank so Sinatra, far. We, do,
0: we do the outro, Paul.
2: Yeah, we have some production issues, so I'm going to go ahead and say I want to thank Dan Miller. I really enjoyed talking to you, Dan. Uh, thank you, Paul. Yeah. Uh, leave a post at uh, what's the monterey.com if you like this show um, and also I, I want to say that I'm Paul Wine owner of profession, uh, Express uh, Professionals of Monterey County at Express we can help your business find great employees and I want to thank Mark Carbonaro greatest producer in the business and of course David Marzetti, host of the Saturday morning Shag Bag radio show we hope to hear you I mean we hope to have you next week right here on thir- uh, sorry 101.1 FM and 1460 AM thanks again
1: Yeah, that's right, folks. You can go to Paul's website and leave a post or a fence rail if you prefer.